98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Burns and Gambo talk Diamondbacks baseball with a D-backs broadcaster. The Booth. With the fact check, I'm back, you back, we back, back. Every Friday we go in the booth during the baseball season and we speak with one of the Diamondbacks broadcasters, kind of rotate through them. Chris Garagiola, who calls the games on the Diamondbacks radio network, joining us live there from Coors Field here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Happy Friday to you, Chris. Not that that means anything during the baseball season, but happy Friday to you anyway. Hey, Burns Gambo. Thanks for having me on, guys. Hope you're well. Uh, doing well. Yeah, and excited to see Zach Gallen get one more inning so he can pass Brandon Webb with that rank. It's been incredible to watch. Really incredible. Six straight starts without giving up a run. I think we're all rooting for him to get that one more inning. At least. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great chance to do it, right? You got the fifth place Rockies. I know that Coors Field isn't the easiest place to pitch in, but, you know, hopefully he can get through that inning, set the record, which would be a great piece of history, and then, you know, see if we can get a little bit closer to Oral Hershiser's record. Just let's make it interesting, fellas. Yeah, we've, we've had a bunch of debates on whether he should be a Cy Young candidate or not. And I actually heard you the other day bring up some crazy stat that was like just something about it. Having a good defense hurts him. So I'm going to have you explain. It made absolutely no sense to me, and I hope that you never bring it up again, but I want you to explain it to me this one time. Hey, listen, I didn't make the the algorithm or whatever you want to call it. I'm kind of in your camp here. But essentially, one of the metrics that they were using, right, to, to get a better, more accurate representation of ERA is they look at what the pitcher does and what the ball does after it's out of his hand and just trying to take away things like good or bad defenses, hitter-friendly or pitcher-friendly ballparks, right, and just try to make it a bit more of an even playing field. So it's a minor thing in the scheme of looking at the Cy Young winner, you know, because back in the day, right, what do we look at? Wins and strikeouts and ERA, and now we look at a few more things. So Gallon, with such an elite defense behind him, gets away with giving up, you know, a few more line drives, a few more deep fly balls to the gap. So those advanced metrics slightly punish him, even though we have absolute freaking studs like McCarthy and Varsho and Carroll running them down. Yeah, listen, love you, but I'm going to ask you to please stop prepping so much for the show. <laughs> stop preparing so much. There's got to be a time you're like, okay, I'm done. I don't need to prepare anymore. Uh, Chris, I'm assuming you went FIP. Is that what you were talking about on the air? Correct. Okay, yeah, I, I've never... What? Oh, I know the stat he's referring to. Fielding independent pitching. Yeah, I... It's the dumbest I, thing I've, I've ever heard. And that's why I've never brought it up to you. Thank I, you. I, I know Thank my you. audience. I know the I know the person I share the room with, so I'm like. But then oh. I heard Chris bring it up, I, well, well, I, and I, I couldn't strangle him because he wasn't near me. But I'm just. I figured the next time I talk to him, I'm going to ask him to please never bring it up again. And I don't. Yeah, wanna... but, hey, but real quick, for what it's worth, about I would say six, seven days ago, I was just curious and I was looking at the odds for Cy Young, and Gallon was buried so far down. I mean, there were some books I think that had him at Tenth. plus five thousand. Right. I mean, I mean, they had the top eight on some websites, and he wasn't even showing up. And those guys had like again plus three, three five. 500 or whatever. I mean, I could not believe that he was not getting more attention for what was happening because he is really about a start and a half away, scoreless more, from actually having a pretty compelling case, you know, fit out the window as we'd all kind of agreed to at this point. So I think it should be talked about more. I just think that the net, the, excuse me, national kind of network people are using the scoreless inning streak as kind of the conversation starter when really it, 
It's a much stronger case than people are making it. That's kind of a frustrating thing. Yeah. Uh, let's. So we're talking with Chris Garagiola here, the Diamondbacks broadcaster. Uh, what, the rules changes that were passed today, and, and I want to talk about the Diamondbacks and, but in a second, but I want to kind of hit zoom out on that. From your perspective and what you see with this team, the way it's built and the way it's going to be built in the future, with a pitch clock, with uh, you know two feet on the dirt and two infielders on either side of the bag, the bigger bags, the pickoff rules... I, I get the sense those rule changes really help the Diamondbacks because of their speed. Have you guys had any conversations about the rule changes and whether they help or hurt the Diamondbacks? Just some initial ones, right? I mean, we're kind of learning this in real time like you guys are. This team was certainly built or has been built, as Mike Hazen was talking about when Corbin Carroll was called up. It's built on athleticism, and I think that this team was exploiting something that other teams weren't, which is get on base, steal second, put yourself in scoring position, take the extra 90, and let's manufacture some runs. And that was really falling into place nicely over the last three, four weeks of the season. I'm curious, the only thing I'm curious by is are we actually going to be slightly punished because other teams who weren't prioritizing speed and base stealing, are they now going to get in on the action and we're going to lose our edge? Or are we going to basically double down and run even farther away from these teams because we've already got a head start? That's what I'd like to know because if it's the latter, I mean, we are positioned very, very nicely over the next couple seasons. Yeah, as long as Corbin Carroll doesn't steal third base, try to steal third base with two on, nobody out, down two runs again, I'm good. <laughs> I feel you. I thought he was safe. You know, we saw a replay review of that uh, and it, it was a hostile environment and it was a you know key moment in the game but, you know, Candy and I had a look. We actually thought they probably should have challenged that. Didn't happen, but yeah, I mean, you know. The ball I, beat him by so much and maybe that's why they didn't yeah, because the ball was bad. there and it, it was like he wasn't even close. I mean, we hung our heads you know, when we saw it live, because we saw the same thing. We were like, oh, God, good throw. Just roasted him. But, you know, that's how it goes. And hopefully, you know, he, he doesn't lose the aggression, but gets a little bit better on the reads and the jumps. When Varsho first came up, I was like, I think he's a catcher. I think he's I think he could be a good watching him play right field. He's just he's just blown me away with how athletic and how good he is defensively. I, I, I could have never seen that coming. And I was in the corner of I think he should be a catcher. Um, how surprised are you by how good he is defensively? Remarkably surprised. And I was fortunate enough in the minors to see him in double-A Jackson as a center fielder platooning as a catcher, and I was like, what is going on here? But can I give you an advanced stat that you're actually going to be happy about? I know, I know how you feel. If you, promise, if you promise to never bring up the other stat, then I, then I think we could do it. It's, it look, if, if he strangles you the next time he sees you, Chris, it's on you. It's not on him. I, I, I exonerate him. That's a fair deal. No, I saw something on Fangraphs today that was talking about outfielders and their jump time, which is basically measuring you know, an, an outfielder's reaction. Dalton Varsho has the best reactions, the best jumps in Major League Baseball. In fact, the top five are Dalton Varsho, Jackie Bradley Jr., Mookie Betts, Stephen Kwan, and Milwaukee's Tyrone Taylor. So am I surprised? I'm not just surprised that he's been this good. I am surprised that he possesses some of the best stuff that you want from a defensive outfielder in the game right now amongst many, many all-stars. It's it's amazing to watch, and I think the team would do well to just kind of keep him in that corner spot and let him really cook. I, I was just going to say, so in your opinion, because we, we're all on the same page here, it seems like the days of Dalton Varsho maybe being a catcher, I, I kind of feel like that ship has sailed at this point. I feel like he should be your right fielder pretty much every single day. 
today. Yeah, and I think you should try and look at every position, you know, all nine, and say, you know, do we have excellent players at all these positions as opposed to worrying about the Ben Zobris types of players? Well, how many guys do we have that can be super versatile? You know, maybe keep them a little fresh in case you run into an emergency situation where a guy gets hurt and you really don't want to take a huge step back in terms of your production at that position. But yeah, I mean, Varsho's really good right now. and I think you can build off this. I think he's going to finish somewhere between 25 and 30 home runs. I really do. I think that's actually repeatable with him. And I just want him to try and build on that. And I think guys having one position where they know their job, they know what they need to work on, allows the other aspects of their game to really thrive as opposed to constantly trying to stop and, and, you know, study extra. I mean, just let him do his thing in right field. It's been great. Let's see if we can get that next year and for more years to come. Thanks for having fun with us, Chris. You know, we always appreciate it. Don't ever bring that stat up again. (laughs) Oh, brother. (laughs) Hey, take it easy, fellas. Enjoy the weekend. (laughs) You too. Chris Garagiola live up there at Coors Field in Denver. D-backs in the Rockies tonight uh, on ESPN 620.